Hello, welcome back. Goal and the goal globus. Yeah. Nice, nice, We've nice. We've only been doing 20 of these. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Golden Globus Theater. Yep, Golden Globus Theater. Uh, you know, we ha- we had that nice hot week last week, and mm. this week we're going cold. And not just cold, stone cold. Ooh, yeah. That, that, was, that was a nice mm-hmm. segue there. Yeah. I mean, we're down to the down to the 70s this week. It's actually Trained quite, professionals. Quite That's nice. what pros do. Trained professionals. So this is this is the big deal. We got the Boz. This is a man who everybody knows. I mean, it's the, at the tip of every tongue. I mean, uh, you can't turn I on mean, a football game without thinking of the Boz, right? Yeah, of course. But uh, I mean, honestly, I remember the hype behind this guy in the late '80s. I mean, it was real. I wasn't even that into football at the time, but I knew who the Boz was. Right. And I mean, clearly, the next step between a uh, prestigious football career is to get into acting. I mean, that's what everybody does, right? Well, when you got the look the boss had, it oh seems God, only that natural book. that you'd go into right. acting. Of course. The hair, I mean, it's beautiful. So what I've done, because, I mean, you would think that a movie about an ex-football player fighting Nazi bikers would Was he be... an ex-football player in the movie? Yeah, I guess not. Well, he did. There's a fight scene where he tackles the guy. Of, well, of course. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised he was able to do that. Because of his injuries. Yeah, he has the shoulders of six. I wonder old. if that was a stunt double. I don't know. I mean, you would be convinced. All you have to do is place a wig on somebody's <laughs> head, and you'd be like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> you could be right. So I want I want to get people. I know we all know about the Boz, but I want to catch some people up on some stuff. I mean, I'm, you know? Yeah, I want to hear it. There's some, there's some interesting facts about Boz, and I try to put these in a good order here, starting with his college days. Uh, at, you know, he was... It's it's interesting because nowadays in football we've got Colin Kaepernick and kneelers that people freak out about. Right. But back in his day in the eighties, uh, the mid eighties when he was going, and uh, and I forget what school he played. It was for. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, he would often wear a shirt that read NCAA as uh, National Common Communists Against Athletes. That's a hot topic that, today. That, still. Well, well, yeah, I think. He took a lot of, of heat, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, he was a uh, trouble magnet, I guess you'd say. Yeah, like, it didn't seem like he was really doing it so much for the political statement, more so just to uh, attract well, more I, attention. Well, I think, yeah, I think what it was is that he uh, want, he was getting endorsement deals or something, mm-hmm. and uh, you, like the NAAC, NAACP, NACAA. We're like, no, you can't do that. Right. And that was his big... I mean, I, it's all explained. They actually did a good 30 for 30 in Brian Oh, Bosworth. it's so good. So if you're interested, in it, I'd recommend checking it out. But now explain all this shit we're talking about. Yeah, but I think he was just like, he just wanted to get paid. And they were like, oh, uh, no, we're going to take all your money. I'd like to do a super cut because in the 30 for 30, he's talking to his son and he looks down at like a treasured, you know, article from his past and then it cuts to like his past we need to do a supercut where we work in parts of this movie, so it looks like he's reflecting on the time that he like was strapped, you know, had a bomb strapped to him on a helicopter. He'd be like telling his son, "Yeah, I made some mistakes." <laughs> All right. Anyways, so uh, after his career at the Sooner football program, he wrote a book. Well, he had, had a, somebody he write, he it had for a guy him. write a book. Yeah, because yeah. he yeah, you could probably can't even read. Yeah, uh, but he talked about how the Sooner football program was laden with drug use, gunplay in the athletic dorm, and other wild behavior. Later, most of these claims were three months later. Like they took this shit seriously back then. Right. Yeah, so a lot of these claims were pl- uh, proven true. 
Oh, I believe it. Cause like the, uh, I remember the Florida teams of like like eighty nine, ninety. The one I think the Rock was on that team. Yeah, like they were. They had they were involved with crazy shit too. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. So you know all these people being outraged uh, about weird shit happening today. Mm. Well, you didn't have like internet and social media. I'm, just, I'm sure tons more crazy shit happened back then. Oh yeah. Well, for sure. I'm sure like people were murdered and shit. Like a prostitute was killed, and we don't know about it. Oh, definitely. Know? So. He ends up getting kicked out of school. Because, I didn't, no, I didn't or no, he graduated early. He, I didn't even graduate. I figured he just went to the draft. He was really smart, actually. Um, he graduated early, though. Uh, he wasn't allowed to play football anymore, so he went into the supplemental draft for the NFL. Um, and he wrote letters to a lot of teams telling them, hey, don't don't even bother drafting me because I'm not going right. to sign with you. Um. I'm I'm guessing he sent one to the Seahawks, right? Oh yeah, because Seahawks at the time were like, I mean, we're here in Detroit, so we know bad football. Yeah, and they <laughs> were real. They were like basically the Lions of the West Coast back then. They were just shit. I mean, they're they're a good team now. Well, I don't know. They're kind of on the downslide right now. Yeah, they were. Well, they've won. They won a Super Bowl. We've never even been close to a Super Bowl. Yep. So they're they're still better than we are. So, just in joking, a major league soccer team because they. Uh, the Boz f- failed to send a letter to them, actually drafted them in the 12th round. And uh, when people asked him, like, why did you si- you know, try to draft the Boz? They were just like, well, they didn't send us, uh, he didn't send us a letter. So, you know. Crazy soccer people. <laughs> it was just a fun little joke in there. So after initially declaring that he would stick to his promise, that he wouldn't sign, Seattle, of course, you know, drafted him. Boz signed what was uh, the biggest contract in team history and the biggest rookie contract in the NFL history at the time. Um, can you guess what that deal is? Like, think Aaron Rodgers just got like four years, $185,000 million. I think I read it, but I'm going to guess a million a year. Wasn't that that? It's just a million. Ten years. So crazy yeah. long contract. Yeah, it just shows you how crazy uh, athletes' uh, uh, money's gotten. Yeah. Because, yeah, all the greats were like. Ten years, $11 million. So right after signing, Bosworth sh- mate, they signed somebody to a football contract of ten years. That's pretty crazy. I know that's insanity. So Bosworth uh, right away sued the NFL because at that time linebackers weren't allowed to wear uh, numbers in the forties, and he wanted to wear forty-four because that was his number. So he tried to sue the NFL for that. Um, at one point, ten thousand Denver fans wore fifteen-dollar T-shirts reading "Ban the Boz." Wow. But uh, what they didn't know was that Bosworth's company manufactured the what? shirts. He got him again. He got him again. It's just like, uh, what was it? I think it's the people who make oxycodone. Now they're creating uh, a drug to help wean people off uh, opioids. So Brilliant plan. You got to play both sides. That's just right. smart business. Trump yeah. would agree with that. Yeah. So um, he's in the NFL career, not going so well. Yeah. Turns out all those steroids. How many games he did he, he didn't even play that many games, did he? I didn't get a collection of uh, how many games he I, played. I'm sure he never played a full season. It, I don't believe it was a full season because yeah. he kept getting hindered by injuries. Uh, all those damn steroids, man, just destroyed him. So he believed that, A, he should have been a Raider because their attitudes would have just yeah. meshed well. Yeah, I agree. Um, but he was also disappointed that he didn't get the chance to build up a good rivalry with Bo Jackson. And in the first 
I believe it was Bo Jackson's first year. He tore Bosworth apart. He ran him over that one play to get in the end zone. He ran. Bo ran for like 250 yards in that game. <laughs> Milhouse, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Anyways, <Yeah>. um, no, <laughs> don't. <get> the- <laughs> um, so. After uh, Bo took the, you know, laid out Bosworth in the end zone for a touchdown, he said, "Next time, Bo knows sh- Bos. Yeah, Bo knows Bos. Next time, make sure you have a bus fare because he dragged Bos into the end zone. Right Sick now. burn. So, and uh, this is post NFL football. Bos has actually saved somebody's life twice. A woman. Are you rolled- sure you're not reading Steven Seagal's? Uh, yeah, facts? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So he, a woman rolled her SUV, uh, SUV, and he, you know, came to her aid, got her out of there, and he also uh, administered CPR to a fallen man in a parking lot until the uh, medical help arrived. Wow, good guy, you know, just good guy. Whew, that's it. That's all the boss facts I wanted to share. So now you know what the boss is all about. In case you had no idea who we're talking about, he's a godly man now. In fact, of course he is. He's done movies in this decade, and uh, they're mostly religious. Well, movies. that's what a has been does. They yep. go, they you know, like Kevin Sorbo, that guy that played uh, Superman. I don't remember his name. Yeah, when you're your has been, yeah, when you're a has been, when you've burned every bridge, you find God. So, do we uh, just gotta get right back into this trailer? Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about this movie. So let's just cut to that trailer for the Brian the Boz Bosworth. Stone Cold. You're, well, first, I just want to say, this is going to sound a little different for a trailer, because it's not the typical guy well, the delivering. Boz, the Boz does everything different. Yeah. That's what he's about. And so it's him, like, selling you on it. I do things different. I think that's the first line in the trailer. Well, well that's the Boz. <laughs> All right. So let's enjoy it. Stone Cold. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Bosworth. You know, all my life, people have had the wrong idea about me. I don't like cops who make up the rules as they go. They say I push things just a little too far. They accuse me of being insensitive. (laughs) They basically say that I lack the ability to get along with others. So just to prove these people wrong, I decided to join a very exclusive and private club. Oh yes, it's very plush. And the membership, very select. And games, <laughs> we play some games. <laughs> A perfect place for me, wouldn't you think? You just picked up the wrong passenger, buddy! <laughs> Brian Bosworth requests the pleasure of your company, Stone Cold. Now, Murray, this movie may not have been great, but one thing that is great, Boz's hair. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. It's pretty fucking magnificent. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. The whole time, you're just befuddled. You're by mesmerized. It. Exactly. Like, I couldn't think. My, I, I had a hard time paying attention to the movie because my eyes always went to the hair. 
Exactly. It's it's just it's fascinating what what he managed to pull off there, and his head's so big. It's like it had to be something powerful to cover that up. But my my thing is, you know, I've been trying out the Nang Chun. I know. How's it going? Not good. Not really. Good. I took it to the gym. And I yeah. thought I was gonna. Ju- I, I thought everybody was gonna be flocking to me, mm-hmm. like just watching me press. And they weren't. Yeah, they they were interested, but uh, you know, the the I wasn't hooking anything, man. Well, that can happen sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it does, not to me. So I got to tell you, I walked out of that gym. I threw it down in a moment of just like pure anger, and then I picked it back up. Frustration. Because, yeah, there. <laughs> That was a hefty deposit I had to pay on that thing. It's not cheap. Yeah, I even know, for yeah. the starter pack. Well, uh, yeah. So I, mean, I picked it up, it's, it's dusted a, it's, it's it off. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, you know? it's not just a hairstyle. It's true, but um, it's just not for me. And you know, I'm watching the Boz run around. He's got so much confidence. His he's got some action. You know, actor swag going on. He's got it all. And I was just really disappointed. I mean, I at least still have functional shoulders, but I want what he has, man. You're not gonna, I'm glad you brought that up, Griff, because it's, I, I agree. The Nang Chen's not for everybody. Yeah, it's for me. I, you know, I found what I need in life, but you're not me. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from, and I and can't go Scorpion Tail. Of course, I, I'd be duty bound to kill you. Exactly. And so we can't do that because we have too many listeners who want to listen to this. I podcast. need a new solution. I'm glad you said that, Griff, because I have a new solution. Hmm. It's funny that we're talking about Brian Bosworth today because I have been in deep negotiations with Brian Bosworth and his people for the past six months. Holy shit. Because I want his hair too. Well, I don't, I, I'm fine with the Nang Chang, but I want his hair for you. I want that hair. So I've been, I don't, I, I don't have any business in that background, but I have read Donald Trump's Art of the Deal. So I think I really oh, know how to negotiate. That's all you need, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Well, it is because, Griff, I worked out a deal with the boss. <gasps> with the boss? For a hair care system. Holy shit. But don't let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> you were amazed by the Nang Chen tale. You marveled at the black scorpion braid. But nothing will prepare you for the majestic glory of Merman Industries' latest revolution in hair care, the Screaming Eagle. <laughs> Unlike the Nang Chen tail or Black Scorpion Braid, whose origins are veiled in mystery, the Screaming Eagle's creation is well documented and was solely responsible for the birth of this great nation. The time is December 24th, 1776. A dejected and downright desperate General George Washington is searching vainly for a way to seize victory from the jaws of defeat at the hands of the despicable British army. While walking to his tent, he notices his manservant and blood brother, the Mohican warrior Modest Eagle, shaving his scalp into a mohawk for what is likely to be the final battle in the war for America's soul. An inspired General Washington stops himself and utters these famous words, and I quote, I cannot tell a lie. That haircut is fucking sick, bro. And Modest Eagle, true to his name, merely blushes and replies, Really? The spirit's truly guided my hands. Thanks. To which Washington, with a germ of an idea, retorts, I'm going to borrow that. And borrow it he did. But like all things American, he made it bigger. He made it bolder. He made it better. 
Washington bleached his hair. He cut a super tight fade on the side so the accompanying zigzag lines cut in for embellishment. He had Benjamin Franklin invent hairspray and he sprayed the hell out of it. He was five-star general in the front and wild-eyed revolutionary in the back. He was freedom made flesh. But it didn't end there. With the help of Modest Eagle, he summoned the spirits of this great land and imbued his hair with a follicle fury of a hundred Native American braves, and in honor of his friend, dubbed it the Screaming Eagle. He was now ready to claim his destiny. The following night, after rousing his weary army with a speech for the ages, he, with his newfound weapon safely hidden under a powdered wig, crossed the Delaware and prepared to unleash hell. Upon noticing this ragtag band of rebels, the British army, supremely confident in their victory, swaggered into formation. The trap had been set. General Washington, ever the tactician, gave the command, Don't shoot until they can see my frosted tips. Then he hurled his wig upon the ground, and sure enough, when they saw the fiery frosted tips of his hair, the redcoats turned yellow. It was a slaughter. Washington, it said, killed 2,000 men that day alone. And from that victory, a new nation was born. And a new hairstyle, the Screaming Eagle. (laughs) Washington, knowing that the power contained within his hair was too massive for an ordinary man to control and fearing it could get into enemy hands, only shared the secrets of the Screaming Eagle with his fellow founding fathers, which is the real reason why they all wore powdered wigs. He also allowed Thomas Jefferson to write down the steps needed to create a proper Screaming Eagle in a book with the intent that if ever America's freedom was in danger, a new army of eagles would rise to protect it. Sadly, for reasons still unknown, that book was lost to the ages, or so it seemed. Cut to the year 1980. 98-pound weakling in history buff Brian Bosworth is as usual reading books chronicling the American Revolution at the Irving, Texas Public Library when he accidentally stumbles upon a dust-covered tome hidden behind a shelf. Could this be the Screaming Eagle grimoire? You better believe it was! This was the fateful moment when Bosworth made the choice. No! The solemn vow to claim the Screaming Eagle not just for himself, but for the nation. Having only a rudimentary understanding of the Screaming Eagle, young Bosworth dove headfirst in the arcane knowledge held within. After compiling all the needed ingredients and completing all the necessary steps, Bosworth cried to the ancient spirits for their blessings, and those cries were answered. On that day, Brian Bosworth grew 11 inches and gained over 150 pounds of pure muscle. He was American exceptionalism impersonified. Bye-bye, bookworm Brian, and hello the Boz! The Screaming Eagle had landed. Now was the time to put these great powers to use, and what more patriotic a way than becoming the greatest football player the world had ever seen? He went on to do things never thought possible on the football field, the Screaming Eagle soaring all the way. But after just two short years of dominating the NFL, the Boz decided to set his sights on nobler, loftier goals. No, not enlisting in the military. He had to go where his abilities were most needed. That's right, Hollywood. Bosworth went on to star in the critically acclaimed film Stone Cold, which changed the way we looked at cinema and quite possibly ourselves forever. Having achieved everything he set out to do and leaving America stronger than ever as a result, the Boz decided it was time for this warrior to ride off into the sunset. The eagle had gone home to roost, or so we thought. Thanks to the Boz's generous spirit, love of country, and a series of bad investments and failed marriages, he has agreed to share the secrets of the Screaming Eagle with Merman Industries and in turn, you the people. For the bargain basement price of 999 
99, you too can feel the glory that is the Screaming Eagle hair system. Not only do we know the secret recipe for hair excellence, we've tracked down a descendant of the great modest eagle himself to oversee the process and guarantee the American spirit will always be on your side. So what are you waiting for? Are you a wimp or are you a warrior? Act now to get a hairstyle so majestic even Colin Kaepernick has to stand at attention. Make the right choice and fly free with a Screaming Eagle! Holy shit. I know, right? It's amazing. I I was I was writing up my 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 what what do they call it when you your will. I was writing yes. out my will. I thought That's my life was over when the Nang Chen wasn't working for me. And you're telling me there's a way? And it's only going to cost me $1000? No, it's going to cost you 999.99. Oh, excuse me. When? But that's before tax. When can I get this? Well, it's we're in the works. We're going to definitely have it out before Christmas season because this make a great Christmas present. Yeah. So, we'll say it's in the, it's going to be sometime in the last quarter. It's the last quarter. Okay. It's a business term someone told me. You get to hit the hit it at the 2 minute warning. Just get this it right your, in on the wire. Griff, this is your two-minute warning. Oh, boy. You need to get this hair. So I, for, for a split second, I almost snipped off my Nang Chan and went full screaming Holy eagle. shit. Can I... Do we still have contact with the boss? I yeah, mean, of course. I feel like... What we're partners we, now. I feel like uh, we need to do like some kind of... Uh, um, what do they call that? Pre-purchase plan? Where you get like either... One of the Boz's leather jackets or a couple dangling earrings, man. I feel like that could well, really help. I'm glad you said that, Griff. Oh. Because I'm also working on the Boz collection of clothing line. Yeah? But that's that's down the line. We, okay. we, we're just in the open. We're just talking. We're going to see how the Screaming Eagle goes first. And if that's a big success, which I'm sure will be, we're going to go into a clothing line. Man. I really want to talk about all the clothes, but I think the only thing we're, we really remember is this opening scene, because he starts out, and how do you build up an action star? Robbery. Right. So, well, I, before we get into the movie, I just want to say, Griff, we've been doing this show for what, 10, 20 years now? 10, 20 years, yeah. Who would have thought we would be sitting on a hair care empire? <sighs> and I mean, I never even thought about hair. But we've just developed so many systems that are helping people. It's amazing. Dude, I, people are so sensitive about hair. It's, it's important. It, it, it tell, it's who you are as a person. If you don't great. have hair, you might as well just shoot yourself. You might as well. That's what I hear. Elon Musk, if you look at an old picture of that turd, he's, got, he's bald as shit. He's probably going to be fitting up for uh, for uh, the boss. Screaming Eagle? Himself. The Screaming Eagle. Um. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have the discipline for a Nang Chen. Yeah, he definitely. doesn't. He really doesn't. All so, that yeah. pot use. <laughs> loser. What a loser. So are we ready to talk about? Yeah, I'm ready now. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. I'm, no, so, I'm so proud of what we've accomplished in like the past 10, Hey, man, years. sometimes you got to stop and look, you know, where what kind of trail we've been blazing. And it's, it's fucking, it's a furious fire blaze. Right. It's huge. It's great. We're like. It's like California. That's, that's how blazing it is. <laughs> oh boy! Too oh, soon. Oh boy! I think I think it's too soon because it's still going on. <laughs> and what I'd like to say, well, here's here's another thing that'll offend oh, someone. I just want to say <laughs> that as much as I loved Buzz's hair, it was it was kind of rough getting through this movie. I had my own personal nine eleven yesterday when I was watching this movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's a slog. 
It's yeah. a rough one. I will give the buzz this much. He was he he put in a perfectly adequate performance. Yeah, no, he was on par with every other action star we've seen in a Golden Globus movie. Like, well, I mean, he's not at the level of like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, but I'd put him like with uh, whoever the guy Scorpion from Warriors of the Wasteland. <laughs> I put him okay. on that level. Okay, so the B tier of Golden yeah. Globus. Yes. Okay. Chuck but Norris. That... May I, I, Chuck Norris might even have more charisma than him. I don't know. <laughs> he might. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that's rough. I would say that Boz gets a little more credit because he goes further than Chuck. He's always got titty slapping him in the face. Chuck was oh, it's true. Chuck was always about like you know eat your vegetables and grow a Say shitty mullet. Say your prayers, yeah. your vitamins. Yeah. So, we ready for this robbery? Yeah, let's do it. So, well, we got to have that scene, that opening scene that lets us know what this character, our hero, Joe Huff, is all about. Yeah. So, cold opening robbery. Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, starring in this movie. And with a Nang Chen, which Nang I Chen. was not approved by the Nang Chen clan, by the way. Yeah. Because no way would we have a Nang Chen person acting the way this guy acts. So they're up in there robbing a gro- liquor store because... No, it was a supermarket. It was a supermarket? Oh, yeah. you're right. It was a supermarket. Just like Cobra. And like... I, well, they probably ripped off Cobra. I also like that, as in like... You know, we talk about diversity and inclusiveness a lot now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always loved how the gangs back then always were mixed-race gangs. Always. Which you never see in real life. No. Nope. But always here. So there's a black guy and two white guys. Yeah. And so they're, you know, they're just going around. They're getting hostages. They're stealing they're whatever They're laughing they maniacally. Having like, a great time. You know. But coincidentally, Bong! Boz is shopping. He's doing a little uh, munchie run. He walks in. They're just like, what the fuck? Did someone just walk in? But how's he? What's he? What's he wearing, Griff? So because I think this will be in the boss collection. Oh, this has to be. This is why I brought it up because when yeah. I was thinking about it, it's like I'm getting that. So he's going cyberpunk. He's got the crazy hair, the earrings, the shitty shades, and then a duster, no shirt on, leather duster, leather duster down, just sweeping his ankles. And see, yeah, he's got to be wearing cowboy boots too. I'm, just, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Like, Absolutely, like tight jeans and cowboy snake skin cowboy boots. Yeah, and um, so he's just going about his business. Just that he's Seagal badassery, right. where he's just like, "Oh, I see you guys are doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. No big deal." And of course, they're freaking out. Hey, go get him! And one guy gets real close to him, and of course, you don't get that close with a gun because he's so fast. He's got all that linebacker agility, right? He just fucking slaps the gun away and chokeslams him through a window. Well, they also set up a very important aspect of his character that he's all about mind games and about playing with yeah. people's minds. Yeah, good call. So a guy, so you're right, he kills one of the guys or just, I don't disables them. I don't know what he does. Oh, he f- yeah, he's And then the main thing. Donald Trump Jr. guy, he takes a woman hostage and he's in an aisle. The boss is on the next aisle. He, he grabs a can of uh, spinach. There's a Popeye move, and he, like, tosses it over into the aisle. The guy, it freaks the guy out. He starts shooting everywhere. Yeah. He's playing mind games. Super jumpy. Right. Because uh, that was a guy with the hostages. Yeah, right. Don Jr. But it worked because he lets the hostage go. He's just like, ah, and then. Yeah, he completely loses his uh, his shit, throws the hostage to the side. Uh I don't even remember how he accosts him. Well, I, I do remember he, he... Oh, he starts running. Yes, that's it. And then Boz is just like waiting for him. Well, yeah. 
and, I, and he broke a jar of some shit on the ground. Yeah. And the guy slips. And oh, my he, God. This, <laughs> and he goes flying like 10 feet in the air <laughs> into a big pile of Coke cans. It's a, it's a fucking cartoon moment. He slips on it, and apparently he was going running like 20 <laughs> miles an hour because he... He launched back. into the air. Yeah, and he just line drives himself into like a can of uh, Chef Boyardee or no, something. No, it was Coca-Cola. It was oh, a whole yeah. giant Coke. stack of Coke cans. Like I don't know who would take the time to do that, Yeah, but they and, did it. And, of course, and they were, thank God they were empty, so there was no mess. <laughs> so he's outsmarted all the baddies, used mind games. Right. He's just fucking brilliant. And, of course, the cops are going to show up. The real cops, and they're like... Why aren't you suspended? Yeah. What are you doing here? Always. Always like a badass on parole, suspension, right. gun and badge, you know? Yeah. So they're like, what do you have to say f- about this whole thing? And he's just like, clean up on aisle four. Burn. So yeah. that's going to be our cut into our adversaries in this. And it's a whole, like we mentioned, gang of biker Nazis. Yeah. Well, they're not... You know they're Nazis because there's swastika flags everywhere. Everywhere, but the, ideologically they're just kind of chill. They don't really—they really are. They're you know, yeah, but they, they, they just to let you know they're bad people, right? So maybe they just like the style, you know, they, the aesthetic of Nazis. Maybe they're not into the message. They like the aesthetics. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they're shitty people regardless. Because isn't the opening scene of them? It's like them harling all over the place. Well, but, we're showing how crazy and wild these yeah, people are. Isn't this when they just randomly are like killing people? No, they're just doing crazy biker shit. Like they're dragging people by their bikes, but I think they're they're enjoying it. The people being dragged for some reason because I oh, think they're, they're doing biker. it to the other members. Yeah, yeah, I think. And then there's this scene I call it the Uzi William Tell scene where we're, we meet Ice, who's like the main henchman in this movie, who's played by like William Forsythe. Who if you see him, you go, oh, I've seen that guy in a million things. He's always playing like bad guys mostly, but. He's like the main henchman. So what it is is he's like doing a standoff with another biker, and he's holding a beer can on his shoulder. Oh yeah, that was great. And the whole aim is, you know, like William Tell to shoot the the beer can off his shoulder. So I want to paint a picture here. Okay, so they're standing off like an old west duel. There's tons of people around. Yeah, them, they're okay? completely surrounded in people. And so the guy is like shooting and missing the beer can on Ice's shoulder. Yet somehow the bullets are also missing the millions of people that are around Ice. Like, this is a this big guy's such a game. bad yeah. shot. He's like shooting 10, 20 feet in the air. And then so then so he fucks up. So Ice is like, "Well, you put you put one up there." So he puts a, a beer can on his, on his shoulder, and Ice is like. I'm going to make sure I hit this. So he yeah. just fires an Uzi at the guy, blows the fucking uh, beer can off his shoulder, and blows up a car right behind him. <laughs> it just explodes. And they're like, fuck yeah. Like, the guy gets shot at. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, these bikers are fucking just full tilt. It was great. So it's like we're in this sleazy biker compound. People are, like, drag racing with bi- uh, motorcycles. There's fucking women bathing outdoors, getting naked. Yep. It's crazy, man. I mean, this is one of those movies, like like I mentioned, Chuck Norris isn't in it. So they, they really – I think you've brought this up before. It's like, you know, you didn't have as, uh, as much um, reach for uh, nudity back in those days. So it's like they just – Put nudity wherever they want it. Just yeah. pop it in there because that'll bring in the peeps. Yeah, so. and then they also then they break away and they're setting up the whole plot of the movie. There's this biker member of the gang called Trouble Owens. Trouble Owens. And we don't know why the he, original TO. He might be a Nazi because he has a shaved head. So he might be believer into it. He they just show him blow a priest away, like with a, like a shotgun. Oh, that okay. Yeah, he just shoots and blows it away. 
and we don't know why. It's never explained why he's killing. But he just likes killing for priests. fun. Maybe he was molested. I don't know. You know. Oh shit! Maybe he's taking down the Catholic uh, uh, Church. I don't know, but he's dumb enough that he gets arrested. Of course. So he gets and he gets convicted. Yep. Forty five years, yep. which. Th- People are acting like he's lenient. They're like, that's lenient. It's like, he's going to be like fucking 80 when he gets out. Like, how is, you know, what the fuck? What's he going to do? Like, yeah. So, so the judge that put him in there, they cut to him. Like, he just gave him the sentence, and I didn't go fishing on his little little rowboat. Yeah. So the judge gets in the rowboat, and it fucking explodes. <laughs> and then we see ice, like, in the background going, <laughs> Oh, my God. And he just takes off. So we know, like, for some reason... Trouble is super important to this gang. We never learn why. Yeah. But he is, and they want to get him out. I missed the point of those two killings. I just noticed yeah. that they randomly well, it was, killed two It was people. very vague. I can understand yeah. why you didn't get that. Yeah. So then we cut to this, this uh, DA, Brent the Whip, Whip. Whipperton, who's like, I'm going to make sure that guy gets the death penalty. Yeah. Which they think, are in the South. Yeah. Alabama. And so they're like, so that's basically the crux of the story. They want, right. they need to, the bikers need to get trouble out. I mean, doesn't Alabama already have the death penalty? I, Was it Alabama or Mississippi? I didn't remember. You know what? It's Mississippi. He's from Alabama because they keep telling him, you're out of your jurisdiction. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you. I'm the boss. So I don't know. But we need to check in. Yeah. Uh, we set up the plot. So now we got to check in with our hero. What's he up to? What's he up to? He's, uh, well, he's he's a muscle-bound dude. He's got a shirt on for the first time in this movie. Like, I thought he only wore a shirt once in the movie. But <laughs> Murray pointed out there's a couple other scenes. Yeah, but... it's just he wears the shirt so buttoned, so on, like, low that it looks like he's shirtless. Uh, yeah, it always looks like he's shirtless. But it's like. Well, dude, home. if you got, like, a fucking 40-inch knack or whatever he has, it's hard to find shirts that you can button to the top. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But pre-shirts. Yeah, well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> so he's going to go ahead, and he's going to be standing over his blender. You know, this is a bodybuilder, so of course he's, like, got to work in as much protein, nutrients into right. a single... Well, it looks like he had just worked out, because he's wearing, like, a sleeve, like sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. Yeah. Probably a Gold's Gym. I didn't look really closely, but... Yeah. You know, like Schwarzenegger last week. They couldn't get the rights to Gold Gym, actually, and he's so... Got, it's so, I don't know. But it was an off-brand gold okay. gym. <laughs> it was so, like Gold's Gym or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. <laughs> and he's got like a headband on. Yeah, Gold Diggers Gym. So, uh, <laughs> so he's loading up his um, what do they call that blender? blender. Yeah. And uh, what do we see going on there? We see potato chips. He's busting open a couple of Snickers. That looked bars. like product placement to me. Yeah, like, to- yeah, it really did. Snickers satisfied him. To, uh, tosses in a couple Snickers, some eggs, because, yeah. you know, naturally. With the shells. Protein. With the shells. He, he breaks open he, the eggs. He puts the eggs, <laughs> in, like, the eggs in first, and then he looks at the shells and goes, meh, throws them in. I was like, oh, what? Banana, orange juice. That's healthy. The egg shells. Potassium. Tabasco sauce. Little little added for flavor, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? He, he blends it all makes up. Makes this and, disgusting-looking gruel with yeah, it. Yeah, and you're like... Is he gonna? Is this real? And of course, he pulls it into a dish and hands it down. He's got a fucking Komodo, <laughs> yeah, pet Komodo dragon. Because he's crazy. He, he's crazy. He's, uh, a regular guy to have a dog. Look at the hair. Look at the earrings. And of course, in one scene, he's like, "Oh, you're my girl." And then a minute later, <laughs> or no, he's like, "You're my man." And then like well, later, he's feeding in the, this sh- like shit to this lizard, probably gonna kill him. Yeah, but the, you're my the, man. The lizard doesn't even want to eat it. He's like, <laughs> well, oh I come would. on, your skin and bones, fat as fuck. And he's like, fucking feed me something I'm supposed to eat, <laughs> <Yeah>. dipshit. <laughs> feed me real food, Snickers, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> so 
he's got to get an old knock at the door. Right. And the old FBI comes. We're introduced to one of our favorite characters. Oh, Lance. He's easily the best character. Lance, the nerdy FBI agent. He's like hypochondriac. He's afraid of germs. He's right. uptight. He, totally opposite of the boss. He looks like that guy from Mad About You. I don't remember. Paul Reiser? Paul Reiser. He looks like yeah, Paul Reiser. Yeah, right. He does have kind of a... So, just anybody from a that era. Neurotic Jew character type thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's just telling him, like, we really need you. And he's like, I really don't like, need you. Well, he's like, you know bikers better than anyone. <laughs> You're the guy we go to because you've you've convicted so many biker gangs. Yeah, they somehow, even though you stand out like in a crowd with that fucking mullet of yours, you can somehow always go undercover and nobody ever remembers you or knows yeah, who you are. Yeah, his undercover is basically waking up and just being like, "Hey, buds, what's up?" Right, and it's like we need you, and he's like, you know, like like a true hero of all these movies. No, I don't want to get involved. No, a hero never wants to get involved at first. Oh yeah. So like, well, step outside and let me talk to my uh, Cunningham, my boss. And so they go into a car and they start talking. And he's like, I can get that uh, six-week suspension reduced. Six-week suspension? Yeah. (laughs) That's all it was? Yeah. And he's like. Let me put my life on the line for (laughs) six-week suspension. Well, that's what he says. And he's like, fucking all. He's like, all right, well, it's six months suspension with no pay. And he's like, all right, I'll fucking do it. Oh, okay. I just knew they blackmailed him. I don't remember the black standards. Yeah. <laughs> so is this when they head back up and they get a little closer glimpse? Or no, it's the next day. I don't remember if there's anything. Well, in the next that, day, yeah, the next day, Paul Reiser shows up again. Yeah, Lance shows up and he's like, "Hey, I got some, I got some croissants to show what a pussy is. He's got a bunch of French food, like French croissants food. and some café latte." And he's like, really over pronouncing the French word. Oh yeah, he's hitting real hard on the. And land. you know he. Boz, he does eat Snickers and potato chips. He's yeah. like, and so he's like, and do you notice he's wearing some sweet ass black bikini banana hammock briefs too? Because he always had those. Yeah. So you know, I write in the notes. I immediately write down <laughs> fan service because he's. <laughs> you just, I just saw him walking away, and I was like, I don't want to watch that. Um. So then, yeah, he walks into the bedroom, and like Lance is like, oh, who's that? Of course, he's got it's. <sighs> It's like it's like a, a sheet on the ground, and he can tell that there's something <laughs> underneath it. But it's yeah, it's like you got a dog. It's not yeah, it's not big enough. So first of all, Joe Hoff, aka the Boz, is really abusive to this fucking Komodo dragon. He's yeah. a piece of shit, and we're supposed to act like he like loves this guy. He's like got him in like a sack or some shit. Yeah, no, he just threw a sheet on him. Well, that's still fucked up. Well, him and his him and his girl. Like I thought, I thought like, uh, he can't perform with his Komodo watching him bang some some generic probably stripper. Probably not. Maybe she couldn't perform. He was doing it to <laughs> help her out. Well, either way, just put him in another room. You don't have to put him fucking cover him up. See, I thought they were making a joke of like, oh, what are you hiding a lady under there? And it's like, no, I thought he was big enough. No, I thought he thought it was like a dog or something. Well, shit. he eventually does say, "Is that a dog?" But uh, like, no, and then and then the moment when uh, he is shocked because a lady rolls over in bed and, and she does a fucking kick ass move where you know she's naked but you never really see anything like she she yeah. she practiced you that get, rollover. You get half a butt because she like sticks one leg out, so you get like half butt, and then she's not shy at all, so she's just like, "Oh, Joe, who's your friend?" And you know, wanders. Yeah, off. and he's like, "Time to take a shower." She walks past him naked. Uh, of course, Lance is like, Whoa. Lance stares her down. Boz is standing <laughs> next to him, like, really? <laughs> but he's, really objectifying women, Lance? Yeah. <laughs> really? 
that's not cool. What's this biker gang we need to go hang out with? <laughs> yeah. So they're like, so Lance has got this whole agenda set up. And he's like, look, you came to me because I know bikers. We do it my way. So the first thing Joe does, who, by the way, changes the name to John Stone. That's his undercover mm. name. So now that's why he hence the name Stone Cold. So he's like, we're doing it my way. We go to a biker bar first. So biker bar, tit for tat. Tits I was just, and tats. Yeah. I was just happy because obviously it's morning when uh, Lance shows up. Right. I thought it was going to be 11 a.m., another <laughs> bar scene. Packed. But they do yeah. when the exterior is nighttime. Well, so, yeah. So he, he, well, he's got to meet up Lance outside. And yeah. Lance shows up in what he thinks is like a biker gear. So I don't know. It was like, it was like a baseball cap and like a denim jacket. Yeah, baseball cap backwards. Okay, well, of course. Very, very. Very biker. Yeah, you know, very biker. Um, I, th- I believe he had a do-rag on underneath it, too. <laughs> Probably. So, so he's looking good. Boz shows up, though. No shirt, <laughs> leather jacket. Or I, was it leather? No, it was the leather jacket. Yeah, that leather was the first, jacket. Because he's got that he, 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 skull. Yeah, he like robbed tail. like uh, Andrew Dice Clay's closet yeah. <laughs> because he's got the most tackiest leather jacket with like a skull and like a skunk tail or something hanging on the shoulder. Yeah, Ugh. it looks fucking trashy as shit. And then and then he's got like you know how like like professors would have the elbow patches. He's got like snakeskin patches yeah. on like the elbows of his. Even on the back of it, it had random snakeskin patches. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible looking. so lance is like what are we doing here and he tells lance truckers get their rocks off by watching girls dance before and then he goes before we go in i gotta biker you up oh yeah so he's like no respectable biker wears sleeves so he rips the sleeves off the denim jacket and then now you're ready now you're ready so they go in you know they go to the bar they're kind of like talking plan Boss. Well, first we see the strippers, and then, oh, yeah. and then our buddy Hair Metal Sean will love this scene because there's like a hair metal band playing on stage surrounded by strippers. Yeah. And then Boz goes to the bar. He's like, he's seen naked women all the time. He's not impressed. Exactly. Just, if there's five scenes worth watching in this movie, the first, the, the, the cold opening, the this scene. Stone cold opening. The stone cold opening. And then uh, this bar scene was was pretty interesting too. With the, with the hair metal band, the the strippers grinding on them. We get more tits because you know it's been ten minutes. Uh, and so they go up to the bar. Hey, let's get a couple beers. You know, act natural and in of this course, environment. Lance, being the nerd, asks for a glass. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to get Alzheimer's from you know a beer bottle or something. He's worried about everything, <laughs> but. That the last thing I would do then was get it out of a glass. I would yeah. say, "Give me the bottle." Exactly. Instead, he goes. But they had to set up the joke where yeah. he's like, "This glass is dirty." Yeah. And the bartender just like, "Get fuck, puss." So, Boz points out like everybody in the bar. He's like, yeah. "That's this guy. That's this." And the sergeant of arms is right over there. That's uh, what's ice. ice. So he's just they they use ice is macking on some broad. Yeah. They um they use the he uses the same style uh, approach to uh, cracking this case. Well, he it's, knows bikers better than anybody. Yeah, he knows the mindset, the way they tick. Right, but his approach is like how I approach billiards, where it's like I'm not good, so I just like to hit the ball as hard as I can into things and make anarchy happen, and maybe something good will come out of it. So he tells Lance, I don't know what, how to what to do here, so you know. 
I'm just going to go stir things up. Right. And so he goes up to Ice, and he's like, what the fuck's with your girl over here eyeballing me? She saw that jacket. Saw that jacket. And the fucking screaming eagle. And that. God, that screaming eagle. You, as soon as he walked she in. She stood the, at attention when she saw that Exactly. As soon as he walked into the bar, it just. And then, well, Ice had a great line. He's like, you look like a grown-up Bam Bam. Grown-up Bam Bam. What? <laughs> Bam Bam from Flintstones. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know. I he know. did look like a That was a good burn. I, I know. He did look like a grown up Bam Bam. As soon as I started saying that out loud, I was like, oh, actually, no. He's kind of right. <laughs> so, you know, he tells him, I just got out of prison, man. I'm just looking, to, you know, yeah. I, I got I got, I got, some I got some goods that I need to move. I, I'm trying to find, a, you know, a, a where's to do it with or whatever. Right. And so Ice He's like, is, you guys want to work with me? You know, I'm a lone wolf, but I'm willing to work with you guys. Yeah, and Ice, Ice is Ice is always Ice is the only one who's always on to his bullshit. Ice is stone cold. Yes, well, he's that's why I call him Ice. He's cold. Damn. So what ends up happening is like there's a ruckus in the other part of the bar. Well, I thought Ice and uh, and uh, Boz get into it. They fight. They, they, no, they get into it a little bit, but then that ruckus happens, and they go down, and they both like. Stop. Oh yeah, because what happens is some truckers. Because what what happens in this bar is the strippers sell the truckers uh, amphetamines when they're done getting the rocks off. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and they were pissed off because they got some shitty amphetamines. Yeah, so they're like, "We want our money back," and they're like, "Motherfucker, you don't get your money back." Yeah. And that, I think that's what. Yeah, what happens is. Ice gets in a fight with a trucker, and Boz helps him out. Exactly. Because so, he's trying to earn his respect. Yep. Yeah. And that's where we also meet my other favorite character, Gut. <laughs> Gut. I Great. loved Gut. The biker with a heart of gold. The biker with a heart of gold. He's, okay. Might be developmentally challenged, <laughs> I guess is the word. <laughs> Definitely is. He, he's heart of gold. So... Ice is, you know, they beat the shit out of these truckers. They're like, you're not getting your fucking money back. You know, you guys are sacks. They shit. want their thousand bucks because they want to get a screaming eagle hair treatment. Exactly. But I was like, sorry. They need no to refunds. cover. They need to cover that tax that <laughs> is included right. on it. So, uh, you know, Ice is unappreciative. He's just like, fuck off, man. But Gut is like, dude, badass. Hair, great. Ice, uh, Gut, unfortunately, is just... <laughs> he's balding. He, he's balding, but he's got that sweet locks going. He's got that curly right. hair. You know, at one point, he had bitching-ass 80s hair. You right. know he did. He hung on to it a little too long. Too long. And so, you know, I think... I think uh, what was the biker game called? Do you remember? The Brotherhood. The Brotherhood. So, um, the Brotherhood definitely saw past his balding, and we're like, don't worry, man. You're good with us. So, Gut tells him, hey, we got a big old barbecue happening tomorrow. We're just going to hang out, ride a motorcycle, uh, shoot, shoot beers at off each, each other. other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, drag a couple people, motorcycle, bare knuckle boxing. Have a guy break a guy's back for yeah. fun. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking kick-ass time. Doesn't tell him where it is. He's just like, you should come. <laughs> well, he knows. He knows this world. Exactly. So, next day. Shows up. Shows up. He's got his... Tiny little sunglasses <laughs> on, a green bandana. Right, exactly. I think the that part. was that. I think that was that day. He's got a lot of wardrobe changes, and they're all fucking crazy. Well, as yeah, shit. we'll get into a weird wardrobe change. I'll a call. Later, later. I'll call the third scene. You need to watch. It's just a compilation of his outfits because it changes it constantly. Oh well, yeah, they, they mostly consist of him being shirtless with a vest. Pretty much, and you know, we were talking before this episode because we used the Stone Cold intro, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> and we were talking about how he did the vest. With no shirt. Yeah, before Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, I think Stone Cold 
Steve Austin saw this movie. That's that's the point. Yeah. Out, yeah, yeah. Okay. You okay. jumped. It, you jumped my route there. I didn't mean to step. It's on okay. You. okay. I don't give a shit. Um. So we're you know he shows up. He's got a van now. It's right. a. It's like a seventies you know stoner van. It's got furniture all up right. in it. So he's got like shag carpeting, shag carpeting, disco ball. He's got it all. Right. And then he's trailing his uh his motorcycle because you don't ride into a motorcycle gang you know on your motorcycle. Yeah. I, I, I was confused. Okay, so because I, I thought he ran, he came. I knew he had a van there, but I thought he came in on his bike. But you're right, he was hauling the bike. Yeah, he was hauling it. And then Ice like challenges him to a drag race. Right. He's like, "You again? Well, show me what you got." And he's like, "All right, I'll do that." Yeah. So this is like some kind of biker, like uh, like Highland Games for bikers. Yeah. There's a bunch of different. It's like, like a Renaissance ch- fair for yeah, bikers. Yeah. There's a bunch of different challenges to go through, and so we get. So to- they they drag race, and then because Joe or John Stone, as he is right now undercover, he does a brilliant move where he just goes a little bit faster than Ice, just and as I beats him, he just opens up the throttle a little more, beats him, and of course Ice is like, God damn it, that's never happened before. So, Ice still doesn't give a shit. He's like, fuck this guy. He storms off. But then, Boz, you know, he still hasn't won everybody over. Right. So, he wanders into uh, a bare-knuckle boxing, wrestling, you know, MMA ring. Well, this, I knew when we saw this, I was like, your brother's going to fucking love My brother is going to love this movie. Because... you probably listening have no idea who we're gonna be talking about, but some of them. Uh, but but Chris' brother has a non sexual crush on a particular independent wrestler. He doesn't wrestle in WWF. Yeah, named Kenny Omega. Kenny and this, Omega is pretty good. I'll, and this guy I'll is the that. spitting image of Kenny Omega. He's a young Kenny Omega. He's like fucking jacked. He's ripped. He's he's, 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 he's in better shape than Boz. He is in way better shape. And he's got the. Crunchy, curly, looks like yep. fried Chinese noodles hair. Yep. And he's just fucking breaking backs, breaking necks. He's Dude, just enjoying life. He is having a great time. He's fucking laugh. I, I love it. He, he really does capture the spirit of Kenny Omega, or should I say Kenny Omega captured the spirit, whatever the fuck right. his name was. Yeah. All I know is the champion, and they're like, get in there, puss, new meat, <laughs> whatever they call him. I don't remember. Yeah. So they push Boz in there. He's only wearing, like, you know... I, he, the well, vest or something, so he takes that right. off. But he also back you, and forth. Yeah, you pointed this out. He's to wearing me. these fingerless like leather gloves. Every other scene, like, every it's other like scene. back and forth. They're gone, then they're there, then they're gone, then they're there. So some very bad editing going on right there. Oh, very much so. So they're trading blows, but, but Kenny since, Omega's well, getting the better of. Yeah, them. but then since they hired the boss, he's got to do a football tackle. So he tackles oh, yeah. the guy first. And then he does gets the best of him. Like that tackle was it, just so devastating. It's not worth to go into. Yeah, but was, there, there was yeah. a moment it looked like the boss was out, yeah. and that's when he gets up and tackles him. <laughs> and after that, it's, it's like Goldberg in the first spear, man. WWF. Right. He does his finishing move, which is just punching the guy. Ninety nine like and zero after. Yeah. And so then he then he finally earns the respect of the bikers. Yeah, people are loving him. But you get the shot of the leader chains. Walking around, noticing him. Right. A lot of noticing, okay? Right. So, uh, Change is going to go back to Boz's van. Right. Change, by the way, is played by Lance Henriksen. Who, you, he's been in a million. He was the villain in your favorite Jean-Claude movie, Hard Target. Holy shit, that was him. Yes. I, at the end of the movie, he cuts his hair, and I was yeah. like, 
Where do I know this motherfucker? Right. Wow. He's been in a lot of great shit. He was in Aliens. He's, he's been in a you. lot of great shit. Holy shit. That was killing me. So he's going to head back to Boz's van. Boz is going to head back to his van. And he's going to, you know, Boz's all upset. What are you doing in my fucking van? And he's like, I think we need to have a little bit of a talk. I don't know why he's got a southern thing going. Actually, I do know. They're in the south. <laughs> right. So that's why. And Finally, an accent that works. Bro. <laughs> I got the I got the right uh, region accent. <laughs> um, so, you know, they they're like, "What what gang are you with? What group?" He's, I thought you had it there. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. No, he's like, "I don't. I'm I'm not in any gang. I'm not with a club. I'm an independent." And he's like, "Well, we're looking for new prospects." Because we learn prospects is what someone is on a trial basis with a gang. It's a prospect. Yeah. I don't remember how that whole conversation goes. And then God is yeah. like, this is God's telling you about, Brains. This is God's telling you about. Yeah. He's because, fucking Tits McGee, sir. Yeah, he just he wants to, he's ready to blow fucking buzz. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, Chains is, like, chilling in his van. He's like, I'm going to let you use my old lady for a while. Yeah. What's the I line need... he uses? Huh? What's the line he uses about his old lady? Dude, I don't remember. I thought you had the line. I don't know. Well, then no, forget I it. I didn't have it. I thought there was another word for the old lady that you remember. Like it's common law wife. Oh, yeah, that's shit. right. Um, What he de- ends up telling him is he's like, this is Nancy, right? Yes. Okay. The, there was a few more changes for her, too. But he mentions Nancy, and he's like, this is my housebroken old lady. <laughs> so apparently he's got the road lady, and then this is like the one he just comes home. So he's to like, and... "Go bang her for a while, and then we'll talk." Yeah. So Boz goes, and Boz is disgusted by this. Yeah, they we know. Clo- he's, we learned he has this respect for women. Oh yeah, they close the doors. It's just her and him and his crushed velvet uh, van with the shag carpet and the right. disco. You think they're about to plow because it's been ten minutes since we've seen tits, so yeah. she's gonna bust them out. But Boz, like, no, sweetie, put them away. I respect you, you too much. What are you doing with these clowns? Like, immediately sees through, you know. Obviously, she's had a trouble past. Right. Like, he's so good at reading people. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. That's why he's an undercover agent. He can read people really well. Right. So he doesn't bang her. He just gets out. It's like, eh, I don't, I don't, I ain't into that. Yeah. And Chains understands. He'd get a little chuckle out of it. But we got denied boobs, so they're going to cut, show us a couple more boobs, and, you know, we're going to have a good laugh and enjoy it. And this is where we cut to um, the uh, chains and his nice round table and the whole yeah. big biker compound. Got, got three TVs right next to each other yep. playing the same thing. They, like, they've like they got fenced up barbed wire, Nazi memorabilia everywhere. Even in their Brotherhood logo, they have like the SS in yeah, there. the lightning bolt. Um, guys hanging out windows with like AKs. But they're, they're watching Brett Whipperton. DA, who's, yep, who's talking like, about how he's gonna fucking. Can you even do this? Can you like convict somebody and like sentence them to, and then say I'm gonna change my mind and give you the death penalty? Is that even legal? Well, they're appealing it, so they're basically trying well, to. Take I've never it. even heard of that. Like the why would the pro- I've never heard of the prosecution appealing a case when you've convicted somebody. Yeah, I but, know, it sounds fishy to me. I don't know. No, I mean, think it's not like I could totally see somebody because he's running for governor. So he really wanted an appeal in the South, where they love this kind of shit, be like, this guy killed somebody. I killed a priest. Yeah. He didn't just kill somebody. Exactly. Thank you. Eye for an eye. This dude doesn't deserve to live okay. eating it's up tax harsh, dollars. Yeah. So, okay. Well, you're right. Okay. okay. So they're like, we're going to get that motherfucker. And then, of course, this 
Army Man walks in. With yeah, he's kind envelope. of a Che Guevara-looking yeah. dude with that beret. He's got like an envelope of money or whatever, and apparently yeah. he's their contact in the military. Yeah, he's a member of the, the, the Brotherhood, but he's also, you're right, he's, he's like, he's in the military. He's got access to a helicopter. So, of course, Boz is going to show up, looking great as always, new outfit, new handkerchief, new fucking jacket he's you he went the full nines to impress these guys like he's he's right there you know he's about to win them over and this is where um change is going to come out and be like you're a real piece of shit coming here again and they kind of have a power struggle you remember this power struggle well i know this whole movie is about mind games mind games and layers upon layers of mind games and chains and the boss are the best at it so it's like like fucking Jedi Knights going at each other. It's Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, man. They're like playing mind games, but I don't actually remember <laughs> what that what he says. All I know is they end up fighting. Oh yeah, okay. And like Chains punches Boz in the face or something, and he's like, "Bull move, piece of shit!" And he body slams him on a pool table. Right. Okay, you're right. And right. everybody freaks out, but Chains is like, "No, this motherfucker's got guts." <laughs> ah, right. You're a prospect now. I got a mission for you. Yeah. So he's like, there's this Bolivian guy who's been selling uh, cocaine on our territory. Yeah. You got to eliminate him. So put a shirt on. Go to Pensacola. Get this guy for me. And so that's when we catch up to Boz at the club. Well, first we have this great motorcycle montage of Boz just driving to Pensacola. That fucking... (laughs) I told you this movie would have been better if it was 110 instead of 130, and that could have been cut out. Well, they had probably had this super sweet kind of bluesy white trash rock song playing in the that's, background yeah. they had to use. So. Yeah, that's true. So, like, throw it in a montage. So, the evident, like, they said, you're going to know this guy because I'll have one of these earrings. Yeah, big dangly earrings. It's like a spider or something. Yes, it was. So he gets the guy. And he oh. has a spider web tattoo in his ear. Yeah, he has a spider web tattooed in his ear. So he immediately notices the guy. He joins the guy at the bar. The guy who, by the way, has a black scorpion Nang Chen combo. He had a Ooh, braided yeah. tail. Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about that. I don't know, but people are doing it in these movies, man. I don't like it. I don't know. So, you know, Boz whispered something like, oh, I see you drinking a Cosmo. That's a total bitch drink. And the guy's like, you know, it's not very progressive of you to say something like that. And Boz's like, bullshit, and slams his face into the bar. Well, you, you, got it. you alluded to it, but you didn't get to it. Boz is wearing a priest shirt without yeah. the white collar without, part. It is a priest shirt without the white collar. <laughs> yes, I don't know. He's, Maybe he's, that was a callback to how like he he feels for the victims to, who got shot, the priest. Yeah, like, he's like getting at getting back at them in a way, like subtly. Because yeah. like I said, it's all about mind games. Yeah, good point. Oh, I like that. That's that's yeah. good mind game. So he just beats the shit out of the Bolivian guy and just hauls him out of the club. Everyone stops. He's just like my buddy's drunk. So he actually hands him over to his FBI buds. Yeah. And they come up with this brilliant plan. They're like, all right, throw him on a plane back to Bolivia. Yep. Find me a deceased person's ear. Yep. So I don't know where they found it, but they come up with an ear. He goes to a tattoo artist who tattoos a spider web in the ear. It's like, I ain't never been told to tattoo yeah. a dude. I've tattooed asses. <laughs> I've tattooed tits. I've never tattooed an ear. <laughs> a dead ear. A dead ear. And he, st- and he ripped off the dangly earring. So he goes back to the club and he's like, here you go. 
whips a fucking ear at uh, Chains, whips the the earring. Chains goes, hey, Nancy, my squeeze, here's an earring for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Hands her that dangly earring. She's, like, not impressed. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> so he certainly appeased Chains, but uh, this is when we find out that Chains actually has a contact within um, – the police in some form. Yeah, it's uh, Highway Patrol. Highway Patrol. So, like, look up this name. So, you know, it gives them John the name Stone. John Stone. And somehow they come across the fact, you know, well, they allude, they, yeah, obviously our guy's got a record, so. Right. But Boz has to go on another mission now with Nancy. They gotta, yeah, they got to do collection for, yeah. like, the people that are, like, had to pay protection to or pay protection to them. Yeah. So they're like, there's like some poorhouse, this hilarious uh, Vietnamese caricature woman, like you go take my money. Hilarious, crack me up. And we, and then there was we meet another character called Tool, who's another one of the bikers, and he's all like, he's with a girl collecting the money, and I, and she's like, hey man, they're just trying to earn a living, and he's yeah. like, fuck you, and he then. And then these, we notice these guys, these these Italian guys, start driving by and they're like, "Hey, they're collecting on our territory. Hand me that grenade." <laughs> so a guy <laughs> chosses a grenade out at Tool. At least they didn't shoot a gas can. <laughs> yeah, and it blows up. So Tool's fucked up. Just we, his face. Yeah. Well, it, still. Sorry. That's what you care about is your yeah. face. And meanwhile, on the other side of town, the Boz and Nancy are collecting from somebody else. And the guy's not paying up. Yeah. And so while they're doing that, the the WAPs, as they call them, show up. Because they're supposed to be the mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, hey, you fucking... Oh, no, they, they do collect the money, and they, they grab do. the money. They take the money so the from WAPs Nancy. The WAPs grab the money. And she's like, hey. So it's like, Bob's like, I'll handle it. Yeah, Bob. Leaps on the hood of the car, then immediately falls off it. Yeah. Well, they have the gun. Right. So the guy points the gun at him, and he's like, oh, I'm going to bail, because he's like, I'll punch right through this window, and they're like, I'll shoot you in the face. But it distracted it enough that they crashed their car. Yeah. And so they get out, and they talk like gentlemen, and they're just like, you're on our fucking territory, you piece of shit. Well, the the the, uh, the WAPs say this classic line, keep your castles out of my sandbox. Oh, boy. I don't know what that means. I have no but, idea. So, but so then Boz has to kick some ass. So he does a Seagal move, breaks the dude's arm over his shoulder. Yeah. Nice nice fake arm. And so like Nancy's like totally mesmerized by this. First oh, with the fucking screaming eagle. And then like, he can just fucking destroy people at will. Yeah. It's hard to take your eyes off the Boz. Right. Well, the hair, definitely. For sure, and so the, the, the like they take off like bitches. The mob guys, they, you know, they run away, and she's like, "Oh my god, Chains is gonna kill me! I don't have the money." Well, how much did you owe? Four hundred. It's like four hundred. That's all. Yeah. So he's like, he just whips out this wad of cash. Like, here, take it. She's she's growing suspicious of right but of uh, Stone Cold at this point. But she's like, "Gee, thanks. It's nice of you." But so no big deal. The. Uh, the bikers are now going to go check on their buddy who got blown up Tool. in this mess. Tool. Yeah. And, you know, his face is completely fucked up. They're all having a good time. Everyone in the hospital is freaking out because right. this knots are biker. You know, they're just walking through, pushing people over. Right. Uh, Chains is like, hey, man, you're not going to die because the guy's like, just fucking kill me. I hate life. Like, he's right. fucked up. And he's like, no, it's okay. This girl's going to marry you and take care of you. And they're right. all just laughing, having a and good time. And she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. So 
they, uh, you know, Chains and Boz start talking P2P. He's like, yeah. I need to make a deal, man. I got this stuff, dozens of it. Well, we learned that he's got this plan and he needs to fund it. So it's like, even though they just fucked up the mob guys, they're like, I'm going to go work with the mob guys. Mm-hmm. Because, well, wasn't it Boz comes with the plan? He's like, I got this P2P. I got to unload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I got just the oh, people for that. Oh, no, no. Uh, Chains comes up with it. But I thought he was going to supply it, though. Yeah, he, he okay. had the supply of, Boz has the supply of drugs. And he's like, I need a way to move this stuff. And right. they're like, I know just the people. Yeah, so they go to this Italian restaurant, and they got a box. Yep, gift. Yeah, and he's like, so Chains is like, I bring gifts. And he gives the box, like, what's that supposed to be? And he's like, open it. It's a biker's helmet. Yeah, and, and he's, like, he's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Mama mia, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this shit? I don't ride. And then he opens up the visor. He hits the he hits it with the press and he goes, open it, you idiot. And somehow this is supposed to ingratiate you to the mafia. Yeah. They flip up the visor, and it's the head of the guy who said, stay out of my sandbox. And it's like, we want to work with you. How yeah. How is that? Yeah, okay, you just killed one of my main guys. Well, he had the P2P file in his mouth, and he's just right. like. And since this- mafia is about money before anything, they're like, oh, we can work with you. Hey, man, I'll allow you to uh, work in our castle. In sandbox, yeah, our sandbox. You can make castles in our sandbox. You, let's make a castle in our sandbox. Let's build a castle in our sandbox together. Right. So we, me and I think me and Griff both looked. We don't have no idea what P two P is. I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be PCP, but they yeah. call it P two P, and it's just like a clear liquid in a yeah, vial. It, it looks like a vial of water, <laughs> which is probably what it was. So with all this stuff going, now they're building up to this big drug, uh, you know, drug deal. Ice keeps warning chains. This guy is not who you think he is. Ice has always been on to him. He sees through the bullshit. This is a romantic scene. Lots of candles in the background. Just fucking uh, chains on his motorcycle. No shirt. Hair's all wet. Slicked back. And Ice is trying to tell him. Oh, yeah. And he he slides down on that rope. Yep. For some reason. It's so weird. Because he's like in a loft. So he he doesn't have... He's like, stairs are for pussies. Yeah. Sinuously slide down a rope. Yeah. Something sexual was happening there. (laughs) So um, while this is going on and, you know, Chains is like, I won't fucking hear it. You're a piece of shit. Looks up at Nancy and it's just like... This guy. So, um, you know, he buggers off. And we get uh, we get Boz telling the FBI about how they have a great witness in Nancy. And he's going to get her. Right. So, let's see. This, this is where we get the action starting to take place. The well, drug deal. Well, no. Before that, we have... we this. No, this is where we learn Nancy's a good person. Before that... Uh, oh, this is where Whipper- Boz meets her outside, right? Well, no. Whipperton... Has for some reason has the National Guard set up these checkpoints mm-hmm. all on the road, and I I was to, man. so Chains uh, gang shows up and they're like, "Hey, they're like, like, like it's like the pussiest National Guard guys around. They have like machine guns strapped on, and they're like, yeah. can you guys just give us your ID and you can go?' And they're like, for ah. real? And like, we'll do one better, and they just fucking." Kidnap the guys. The, the military forgot to break these two down and rebuild them. Yeah, I mean, these guys have machine guns strapped to them, and they immediately bitch out and immediately get kidnapped. They have a bunch of Nazis come up to them on a bridge, and they're not just like, fuck off or we're going to shoot you. No, they're like, guys, can you respectively uh, just turn your bikes around? <laughs> yeah, stop it. 
So then they take him back to the compound and they put him in these crates. Yeah. Like, come on, guys, stop it! I mean it. It's fucking brutal. And then they just fucking blow these guys away with machine guns. And so not only is Nancy disgusted, but our boy Gut is also oh, like, come God. on, guys! Yeah! Like, never mind the fact they've been murdering people left and right. Yeah. Where's and- Chain's dissolution? <laughs> like we keep talking. Well, we talked to uh, mention that Chain has a or a gut has a heart of gold, and he's like, "Guys, come on, this isn't our way. Chain's your way out of line here, man. We don't kill people. Like, where the fuck were you the first hour of this movie? That's all they do is kill people. Exactly. And so he's like, "You need to be wised up." So they, they get, like, a motorcycle, and they, they rev it up so the wheel's spinning. Well, first they tell him, like, Guts, get the fuck out of here, man. You're out of the gang. And he's just like, guys, you're my family. I don't want to leave. And he revs up his motorcycle. And you think he's going to leave, but then they pull him off the bike, and they grab his hand, and he's got a fist going, and Chain slaps it, and he's like, fingers out. And then they stick it into the the, the tire smokes. Do they? I thought they just, like, had it, like, the the tire like go across his fingers and fight. No, I mean, you're probably right it would they be cut more... his fingers off they, well that's fucked up yeah they went and nancy of course is like well that's too far too so she like runs out she's disgusted she bumps into the boss yeah and the boss is like what is he she's like oh, i never wanted this these guys were so cool i don't know what's going on yeah she's like i i ran away and these guys were so nice to me and they brought me in and then they you know Change is pretty cool. He tells me to go just fuck anybody, and I do it. But, you know. He's, he's still a good guy. You don't still, really know Change like I do. He's still a good guy. Have you ever seen him climb down a rope, Nate? And then she drops something. Change has changed since D-Day. He's like, what's D-Day? He's like, I don't know. It's just this big plan he's got. That's, big why, plan. that's why he's trying to make all this money. And then she's like, I'm going to run away. And he's like, you can't. They'll come after you. They'll hunt you down. And he's like, remember your tattoo. And she's got this tattoo, GFBD. Right. God forgives, brotherhood doesn't. So, Boz tells her, "If you play by my rules, I'll take you with me." And so she's like, "Really?" And you just see the child in her, like, finally, an escape from this. So she's like, "Okay, okay." And then they they cross a little bit, they kiss a little bit. There's a bond for me. It's a now. very Chuck Norris level, though. It's very sweet. It's yeah, not... it really is. Boz. So then they just fade out, right? And then we cut to them at a milk shop, like a milkshake place. Yeah, they're they're at just like a standard diner, right? You know, they're they're just sharing Bonding her life over story. A milkshake. Yeah, she's telling her my dad was a dick, so I ran away. And then Chains found me, and it was great. Like I thought I had a family finally. So. You know, they're just having a good old time, and then Boz gets the bill. Fucking uh, Leonard Lice? Lance. Lance, that's his name. That's the nerd's name. Right. So Lance. Uh, Lance him, is the waiter. Yeah, Lance he, is the waiter. And he says, like, meet me outside. Hands him the bill. Hey, third parking lot on the right. So Boz looks up, takes off. He's like, I got to wash my hands. And well. He takes off. Yeah. and He tells it to Nancy. Ice, uh, Ice happens to be standing by. Well, yeah, he's like talking. He's like, I don't even know what was Lance trying to tell. Him? Like, we got to we set up the buy or something. Yeah, they just had to discuss everything. Uh, but mainly it was, hey, we already got what we want. The FBI you're right. Wants, so yeah, you're right. And then he's you like, you need to get out of there. And he's like, no, I'm in too deep. Yeah, I got to finish what I started. So they're arguing. Meanwhile, 
Ice just happens to be driving by because he's probably always been tailing because he's always been on to oh, John yeah. Stone. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, you're a fucking cop. And he just takes off. Yeah. Buzz, or uh, <laughs> what is his name? Joe. Joe, you got to back out, man. You're out of your jurisdiction. And, of course, Ice hears that <laughs> or just suspects it. So he starts firing at them. Right, and, with his machine gun. And then takes off. And Buzz like, fuck this guy. Okay. Well, he's got, his, he's in a fuck this. He's like, I got to stop him before he gets the chains and tells yeah, him, you know, what's of course. Going on. So we get our nice, we get a really kind motorcycle of chase. moderate speed chase. Yeah. And they're like, it's, it was a weird chase because first it starts out with Boz chasing ice and then somehow it winds up ice chasing Boz. Like they go in this tunnel and then it switches again. Just back in, why? And I guess somehow to make it somewhat interesting. I don't I, know. I, I guess. And so uh, I think Ice like shoots a car and explodes and kills a bunch of people to try to stop the Boz. Yeah. And then and then I love the the, the climax. It was like the lamest climax. Boz just taps him like it on just the taps. side, yeah. and, and then and then Ice goes flying, crashes, says like "fuck you," and then he dies. So Nancy at this point. She disappears, apparently, goes back to the compound. She's packing her shit. And then the phone rings. And she picks it up. Hey, chain's there? No. Well, hey, tell him uh, John John Stone or John Cold, whatever the fuck. Joe Huff and John Stone. Because apparently he uses only one alias. Yeah, one alias. <laughs> so you can really check. If you, if you do the minimum amount of background check, you can figure out that he's right. a cop. And that's what they do. So, Nancy finds out. And you're like, holy shit, she's going to run the chains. She's going to sell him out. But No, she meets up with Boz first. And she's like, are you a fucking cop? Because there's one thing I can't stand, it's liars. Or cops. Or cops. He does tell her he's not a cop, right? I I don't fucking remember. I couldn't understand it. I listened to it very closely the second time. I was like, I still don't know if he said I'm not a cop or not. But he takes off his shades. And that hair is just flowing, the earrings dangling. You can hear this caw of an eagle in the background. I'm not a cop. And she's like, all right, I believe you. So now we got to have a funeral for Ice. Right. But not an ordinary funeral because these are bikers. They have a Viking funeral. Yeah. So so we have Ice. Apparently, they just picked his body up off the ground because nobody wanted it. Nobody claimed it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He dies in the middle of a fucking happening city. Apparently the EMS well, never the city showed wasn't up. That happening, it's, it is Mississippi. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, so he's like they put him on his motorcycle. He's on like a big pile of like uh, like branches and wood and shit, and he's like sitting there. And then uh, Chains gives the eulogy for Ice. I don't remember what it was. I don't really fucking care. It was beautiful. It was something about death and how Ice embraced it every day and how he could outdrink anybody and how he would he would fucking murder at the drop of a hat because he was that dedicated to the brotherhood. You know, I just I just want to point out too, we already went over the Boz's outfit. I, I loved the way Chains dressed because he always had this like leather skull the cap. The leather on. skull cap, man. And he always wore skin tight jeans and skin tight chaps over. Oh them. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know he when you've been hot as shit. When you've got that skinny ass white look, you know, you embrace it like. Well, he did with gusto. Exactly. He always had really cool shades too. Right. A lot of cool sunglasses in this movie. Right. So 
they're you know they're fi- they they light ice on fire. It's just giant blaze. And again, the noticing starts happening between Boz and constant mind and games, James. dude. Mind games, man. So Boz starts his confidence is kind of shedding because he's like. He's been found out as a cop, kind of. Like, well, he's really worried. He doesn't know where Nancy's head's at. Yeah. So, um, Boz, of course, has to really push this one step further because he's got to get these guys back on his side. So, we're going to get to the drug deal. Right. So, well, first, he meets up with uh, his cop, the, the FBI guys, yeah. and they're like, all right, what you're going to do, this guy here, he's going to deliver it. And, you know, we're going to drop it off at a certain point. We have all the guys set up. We're waiting for these guys at this drop-off point. So we, uh, what is it, Chains? We cut to Chains. Like, he changes the drop-off point. Yeah, so in this time, um, Boz shoots the guy. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. So yeah. they meet up. Boz just blows the fuck. He's like... Because the guy's like, hey, I got to have 10% of this Exactly. Shit. And, like, the deal was for, like, five grand. So, Bo- again, I was saying how Boz has to, like, get him back on his site. Right. So he shoots the shit out of the guy. Well, he's like, let's talk. Let's go talk for a while. And he walks away, and then he just blows the guy away. And you're like, holy shit. I thought that was, like, a cop guy. Why, why did he do? He killed that motherfucking guy. And they're like, all right, let's. we got the, we, we saved the money. We didn't spend any money. We got the fucking P2P. Yep. Let's get the fuck out of here. So they, they drive off to, they're going to drop it off to the uh, mafia, right? Yeah. So what happens is the the, the plan spot gets chained because chained still, there's a hint. He's like, I don't really trust yeah. this guy. Yeah. So they change it. So they're supposed to go to a place where all the FBI guys were, FBI guys were waiting. So they'd arrest them and we would just end the movie. That'd yep. be it. So instead, they go, to the, they go to this new place and Boz is like, hey, man, where's this thing that you agreed upon spot? Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, I changed it, whatever." So he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm fucking out of here then." Well, well, he's well, well, the money you owe me, we'll take care of that later. I'm fucking pissed off. I'm out of here. Right. So he, I, I think he's pissed off Nancy at this point too because she finds out for sure that he's a cop. I'm pretty sure when they were driving the uh, truck there, she finds out. I don't even remember. Yeah, it's like, it's a heavy decline because they're in that truck delivering to the drugs to the drop off spot, and they're supposed to go with the second part of the plan. Nancy finds out he's a fucking cop. She's like, fuck you. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, she, I think she doesn't find out, but she throws it out there. She's like, yeah. I, I talked to this person. You're a fucking cop, pig. Yeah. And he's like, look, I can help you. I can get you out of here. Yeah. I can get you fucking witness protection. Just stick with me. Exactly. And that's when they show up to, you know, meet up with Chains. And he's like, change of plans. And Boz is fucking freaking Chains out. Of plan. Chains of plan. Chains of plan. I like it. It told you it's mind games. Mind games. So Boz is all pissed off. He's like, I'm leaving. He takes off, but he goes and talks to the FBI buds. We got our guy that Boz shot the shit yeah, out of. Yeah, we realized he was his, like a yeah. squib he had like in his shirt. So yeah. he didn't get killed. So he... Um, so, but really... He's leaving because he's got to stop the mafia guys. So he, Boz starts trailing the mafia guys. Well, the cops are, again, the FBI is like, Boz, no, you can't. You can't go any further with this. This is stupid. You he's know? like, I'm in too deep. He's in too deep. Like Phil Collins Some 41. Um, <laughs> some 41 have a song called In Too Deep? Yeah, that was their, oh. that was their first song. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with the Phil Collins. I'm in too deep. 
And I'm trying to keep up above in my head. Well, I we know I love you, but earlier. I'm in too deep. <laughs> Phil Collins for you. Love it. So he's like, no, I got to get that truck. So right back on that motorcycle. He's ripping right. it. Just fucking flooring it. If I don't know about you, Griff, but I was driving a truck and a guy I knew and didn't like was driving alongside me. I just run him off the road. End of story. You're in a goddamn truck with a 45-foot <laughs> trailer. Right. You barely turn the wheel. You probably murder that guy. But no, they're like, hey, this guy's following us. What do you think this guy's up Mom, to? I mean, what the fuck? Uh, so uh, so Boz rides up alongside it, starts shooting where the trailer connects to the semi, bl- knocks the trailer off. Thankfully, there's a gas station right on the side of the road. The trailer goes right in the gas station, blows the fucking gas station to smithereens. Yeah. I hope no one was uh, attending that gas station. Yeah, I hope so, too. And then the mafia just drives away. Like, he doesn't stop him. He doesn't kill him. Yeah. And the, the mafia, God, the mafia of this movie is so fucking forgiving. One, they kill his, their fucking, one of their main guys, yep. and they forgive it. They're like, yep. whatever. And they forgive this. They don't go back to chains and go, hey, your fucking guy just blew up our whole drug load. They're like, hey, whatever. Let bygones be bygones. Yeah. So, Boz heads back to the compound, to, you know, because... As far as he knows, you know, he's still good in their book. Right. And um, Earring Guy from before shows up. Yeah, Bolivian guy's like, hey, man, you thought you got rid of me, bro. I'm right here. So, you know, he walks in. Everyone immediately turns on him, and then he walks out. The Bolivian guy, Bajra's like, oh, fuck. We, I thought we flew this guy halfway around the world. I thought we put him back in Bolivia. He yeah. came back. So that's when, uh, you know, Baz's luck is really starting to run out. And, uh, well, Chains, the jig is up. Chains like you're a fucking cop, you ass. I loved you. I trusted you. You're a brother to yeah. me. I've known you fucking two weeks. You're like a brother to me. Chains hits him with this great line, Murray. You ready for this one? I want to hit lay it on me. If you want to fuck with the living, you gotta learn to fuck with the dead. I'm still trying to figure that one out. So they're at this point, they're then, sitting down at a table. Yeah, right. Nancy's on Chains' left. Uh, Bolivian guys on his right. Yeah, what? Bolivian guys on his right. Yeah, and then Boz is um, facing him. You know, facing him at his twelve o'clock. So he loads up a revolver, puts like four bullets in it. So it's he puts in three. He like half. Oh, is it? It was half. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of Russian roulette, but on steroids. I'll say it's Bolivian roulette. Bolivian Russian roulette. I like it. And um, well, first he shoots the Bolivian guy. Yeah, he's just getting on his nerves. And he also did sell cocaine in his territory. Yeah, so that's true. He broke a rule. And then you're telling me he shot uh, Nancy here. Well, first he's like makes it look like he's going to shoot the boss. Okay. And he's like, "I'm gonna really fucking hurt you," because he, of course, he loves Nancy. Oh. He's known her all a week. Yeah. Love of his life. So he turns around and just fucking shoot, shoots her in the fucking face. <laughs> he's loved her all week. <laughs> He shoots her in the fucking face, kills Nancy. He's got a, I, you know, it goes without, uh, we failed to mention here, Boz has a girlfriend. Well, we don't know how, no, how, no. I mean, the Komodo's are. cool with her, Komodo, so it's clearly, it's like I think that was been around. Maybe she's a booty call, he just calls her up when oh, he, no, he needs, man. he needs his, the Boz. So, the Bozness. so he motes this beautiful emoting by the Boz, like, no! He should have been on the original Star Trek. And then he's immediately over it. He doesn't care. So, D-Day. 
What's the plan, Griff? Well, Brett Whipperson. Whipperton. Whipperton. The whip. They're they're having an appeal case, I believe. The state Supreme Court is going to Oh, it was the this. state Supreme Court. Yes. Fucking shit. So, big court case going on. And you know what? They're going to go ahead and invade that shit. Chains cuts his hair. Yeah. You know? Wears a priest outfit. Borrows... Bows his shirt. Borrow Bows his shirt, but he puts on the white collar. Puts on the collar. And I love his his great... You could do this before 9-11. His great plan to get past the metal detectors. He's strapped with some machine guns. Yeah. They're like running the thing, the wand over him. It's like, oh, it's my rosary beads. First of all, I don't yeah. know. Is there any metal on a fucking rosary bead? I mean... Maybe the could, crucifix well, maybe you is could, metal. Uh, you can make things on anything, man. You could have had a metal rosary beads. Way to fucking... Like make excuses for a fucking killing racist. Well, they've got this plan going. You're talking about mind games. <laughs> well, this is the ultimate mind game. Clearly, he had a plan. This they're out. like go through. They're like, well, I guess they're figuring a priest would never have a machine gun. You're talking pre nine eleven again. Yeah. Nowadays, they. I always assume priests are packing. I mean, we all we already know that priests like to pack people. So hey yo. Nowadays, of course, they're gonna check a priest, and they're probably gonna pack the priest. So that's the brilliant plan. Because, and I also love the fact that, <laughs> that they actually refer to Trouble Owens as Trouble Owens. Like in the court case, you kind of go by the real name, but mm-hmm. they 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 give them the little nickname. I bet it was Robert Trouble Owens. <laughs> okay, yeah, Robert Trouble Owens. It was his middle name. They had a hard time trying to think of a nickname for him, so they're like, you know what your last name kind of sounds like? Trouble. So, yeah, so that's their brilliant plan, but it's it's multi-layered plan because oh, yeah. Chains is all about the fucking mind. He's got into so many plans. Minds and- so he just sets up in the court. So they need. he wants a distraction. Yeah, and they've got quite the fucking distraction plan. Right, so the Che Guevara guy that we alluded to earlier. Army guy. He gets... He steals a helicopter from the army base. Yep. All you got to do is pay off the right guy, and you can get a helicopter and fly away. Right. No questions asked. And they, and I also want to point out he's in the army, but he has a fucking Nang Chen tail and like yeah. a beard. It's like I think he'd be a little more clean cut in the army. Yeah. Obviously, the military in this movie. Maybe they were mocking the military because you had our two guards <laughs> on the bridge who are just right. like, "Hey, can you guys please leave? Can you please?" Come and then on. you have the guy he pays off is even worse. He's just like. You told me there was going to be 10,000. Yeah, well, I'm giving you two. Well, he said, Dad, I think I should shoot you now. And he's like, I think you should go get some fucking coffee and shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, and the, right. guy, the guy's just like, oh, did you put a pot on? Yeah. No, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. So, like, can you just make sure you wash it before you bring it back? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I can do that. No, fuck <laughs> off. So... He takes off in the helicopter heading for uh, the um, the courtroom, and this is their their brilliant plan, which is fucking retarded. <laughs> They're gonna strap a bomb to the boss. The boss is in the helicopter. The, the distraction is they're going to throw him out of a fucking helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love this plan. And the, he's going to explode in midair, apparently. Best plan ever. And, I lo- and the plan is, all right, set it for two minutes, but only put it on the boss when there's 40 seconds left. Yeah. So we want to make it really down to the wire. So you see the the classic readout. It's going beep, beep, going down. Meanwhile, while that's going down, Chains can't wait. He just leaps up. What when he says? What, what great line does he say when he starts? He shoots the entire state supreme court and kills all of them. Yeah. Um. So he I mean, he shouts out, "Hey, whip!" Pulls out the gun. Let me recall my father's last words. Don't, son. That thing is loaded. Ha <laughs> ha! And then he just 
kills all the fucking people. He just man. starts mowing people down. Kills the entire Supreme Court. Man, it's if just anarchy up that. in this fucking uh, in this courtroom. Right. Then the judge can't even call, you know, start banging his gavel. Matt Pavel the gavel should have been there because he yeah. would have fucking dealt out Order some justice. Order in the court. We, we need someone to deal out some justice, but too bad Boz is a fucking bomb. Well, we cut back to the Boz. Wait. All right, it's 40 seconds. Time to put the bomb on the Boz. What? Meanwhile, while they're they're fixated, because you know when you see a readout, your eyes just immediately go to the readout. Oh, so yeah, they're sure. fixated on that. So in that, while they're distracted, the boss just does a Hercules move and just rips off these restraints that are holding them. No bondage can hold the boss. Well, the screaming eagle is flowing, dude, man. It's, oh it's, man, it's the power of a hundred fucking Indian braids. Like the tips, the frosted tips get so bright at this point. You're like, what is it's happening? Like that, it's like that fucking Dragon Ball here. I was just going to yeah. say, it, I, I was <laughs> sorry a, for stepping on your joke again. No, no, it's fine. I'm just really surprised. That that's you all I know to... about fucking Dragon Ball. That yeah, there. that's great. So, so any he, he goes Super Saiyan. And then, and this is uh, a cl- uh, callback to our last episode. Another fight erupts inside a helicopter, which you don't want to do, I don't think. No. No, so, yeah, that's right. And the boss rips off. I'm guessing it's like an oil line. It starts spraying oil on the fucking guy flying God it. Damn. He, then he throws the, the, the bomb on the other guy that was supposed to put the bomb on him, tosses him out. So he, he gives the guy's distraction still. He helps chains out inadvertently because the guy blows right. up in midair. Great like stunt dummy that blows up. And then he's like, he grabs the fucking helicopter pilot. He's like, take it down. And he's like, I can't. There's so many people here. Like, take it down. So they take it down, and then they got to take it back up for some reason. They, they, I guess there's too many. Dude, I have a hard time at the end of this movie. It was so fucking boring. Well, he he takes it like there. Uh, fortunately, in the uh, I don't. I guess it's the courthouse, the state courthouse. There's a glass ceiling. So the boss goes, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna jump out." So he jumps out of the helicopter, falls like fucking 50 feet, yeah. lands on the... Well, he had a good tumble. Well, no, he lands right on the glass ceiling, goes through it. Yeah. So he probably fell like 50 feet, but he's all right, because the glass... Like, broke his fall? Broke the fall. Yeah. And, he just, and then he gets up, and immediately starts kicking ass. He's He is bleeding. Yes, he has a cut. Like every action movie star, you get that cut above his eye. That he's got, he's got the there. vest on with no shirt, right. because they were like, we want to make sure you're dressed for action, although you're you are a bomb. Right. But we want to make sure you're looking good. We want to look like the bomb. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. So he's running around. He's murdering people. But there well, is... Well, so is Chains. Yeah. There is one moment where it looks like they've got the better of the boss. And you know what happens? Is this what we're talking about? The biker with the heart of gold? The biker with the heart of gold. <laughs> Guts. Sees what's happening. <laughs> and goes... No! <laughs> Jumps in front of the bullet. Takes a bullet for his man, Boz. Takes about twenty bullets for the. Boss. Yeah, it's it about twenty. And then the Boz shoots that the guy who shot him out a window. Go, yeah, it goes through. He's just fucking raging at this point. You got motorcycles ripping through this courtroom. Boz ripping through throats. It was fucking insane. Yeah, and then meanwhile, the helicopter pilot, he's talking to Chains. He's like, he's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Change of plans. Chains of plans. And the guy's like, hey, man, I got my own shit to deal with. And I think the army, like, shoots the helicopter and blows it up. Mm-hmm. I don't even care enough to remember. But the helicopter gets blown to shit. doesn't matter. So we're left with a game of chicken. We got Chains and his guy on a motorcycle and the boss facing off. Yeah. And Chains is like, Run that motherfucker over. 
So, of course, runs at him. And was Baz just shoot him? I'm not even going to remember Dude, what he did. Dude, Baz just like clotheslines him. It is uh, the most <laughs> anticlimactic. It, what yeah. eventually happens is that Baz now has chains. Right. mono we mono And he just and beats he, the shit out of him. He pulls the gun out. Before he beats the shit out of him, he pulls the gun out. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. And he and he tells Chains, imagine the future, Chains, because you're not in it. Click. And no like ball. And like all great 80s action heroes, he shows mercy. He beats the shit out of Chains. Oh, yeah. But he does not kill him. Because so, that's what heroes do. They don't kill. We're going to get to that whole action sequence was stupid and forgetful and horrible, and I don't give a fuck about it. But we're going to get to the best part here. Boz has won. Chains is... He's going to go to jail for 45 years or death penalty. Or death penalty. I don't know which. He's not in handcuffs at this point, but a cop has him. And Boz is just chanting up with the FBI like, Hey, man, thanks for doing our job for us. I know you're on probation and all, and your Komodo is back at home well, not just anymore. like He's starving. On he, he filled the honor. The oh, deal. that's right. They asked him to do this. Yeah. And so they're just chatting up. But then Chains breaks loose, gets a gun because the fucking dumbass cop. Dumbass cop. And so you get another slow motion moment. Oh. Boz turning hair. <laughs> fucking screeching eagle just flying across the camera. And he doesn't have a gun. He doesn't have anything. He's, he's gonna get helpless. He's going to get fucking shot. Oh, wait. Lance. Right. Well, first you're like, who the fuck did it? Who? And then there's this close-up of Lance's face. And you notice... Lance is finally cool because he's got a little earring, little, a little baby starter little, kit earring stud. A stud. He hasn't worked up to the big dangler that, that Boz had all through the yeah. movie. And he's and like, thanks, partner. He tells him, hey, partner, it's time to turn it on. Wink. Walk off the set. Yeah! And we just kick right into like a fucking power ballad. Boz starts walking away. The credits start credits rolling. Start rolling. So you're like, wow, this is like some Lord of the Rings shit. There's going to be some more shit after the credits. Nope. Yeah, no. It's just he just walks away for, for like four five minutes. minutes yeah. And then it four just or five minutes. Fade to black. Wow. So, yeah. Again, we go into a lot of these movies <laughs> blind. So this was definitely not our favorite. And yeah, we're never going to do another Brian Bosworth movie again. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna try out another one of his movies, One Tough Bastard, but it's definitely <laughs> going to be something on the side, and we'll see how that goes. Because I I don't know, he's definitely got uh, all the cliche action stuff, but there's so much of this movie that I was just like, pass. Yeah, I mean... uh, there's too much of it. It's too much of it. I mean, like, like I said at the beginning of the episode, he did an adequate acting job. Yeah, he really he, did. He did a lot better than I thought he was going to do, but he's still B-level. He's A B-level for going Globus. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to think. I mean, we, we wanted to give you, because this football season started, we wanted to give you a football. I don't know many other football people who went into movies, so. Yeah. This, this is well, the best I could do for you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're probably <laughs> there probably are some, but yeah, this is probably the biggest. I mean, they, I I don't think there's been a lot of football players. I don't think they've been stars. So you're right. This was yeah. probably the only. But this, we, our next movie is going to have a guy who played college football. Oh, okay. And he is a. Uh, I mean, this he is, is he's a, a real, known name. This is a real legend because I don't know if you guys are aware, but we lost a true legend last week. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Burt Reynolds. Yes. And so we can't let that go past without doing a fucking Burt Reynolds moment. And I know everyone's thinking Gator right now, but right. it's not Gator. 
No, it's not Gator. We might get to Gator at one time. I know we do. We do often dip into the the uh, southern themes with the fan boats and everything. Right. So we love our fan boats. Yeah, and I know some people are probably get frustrated. That, I thought this is Golden Globus Theater. Why aren't you doing Golden Globus? We go off road a Be- lot. Yes, because it's not. It's the spirit. Bu- it's the spirit. It's, it's the spirit. Yes, and, and this, this movie definitely was the spirit. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna do Sharky's Machine, and the main reason is just because. There's been a lot of sh- we both Griff and I both are big fans of the Venture Brothers cartoon show, which is the best show on Adult Swim. Oh, suck easily. it, Rick and Morty fans! Yeah, and we say that as Rick and Morty fans, we like that show. Yeah, but it it it's nothing close to the Venture Brothers. Yeah, Venture Brothers is so much better. And they've been referencing Sharky's Machine a lot, and we've never seen it, so yeah. we both want to see it, and we both want to honor Burt Reynolds in his memory. Which, frankly, I'm really disappointed hey. that the media is basically just. Oh, yeah, he died. And they're like, this guy, when I was a kid, Griff, Burt Reynolds was the biggest fucking star in America, if not the world. Like, late 70s, early 80s, nobody was bigger than Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And he's just kind of like this push, swept under the fucking carpet. And it's like, Unfortunate. we got to honor this guy. And we're going to honor this oh, guy next week with Sharky's Machine. I can't wait. I was so excited. I almost started watching this movie today because I'm so excited. I, I saw a fucking... Uh, um, Smokey and the Bandit for the first time, and I saw it in epic proportion. I saw it at the Redford Theater on the real big screen. Uh, there was a look like there. They had the fucking uh, whatever the car is. Like a Firebird, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Firebird. is whatever. But, man, that was a fun movie. You know, I, I, I can't wait to watch this. I'm really excited. Burt Reynolds uh, so far has, a, has at least a solid B-plus for me. And after watching this fucking movie, I can't <laughs> wait to watch something that is actually highly regarded. Yeah, well, Burt Reynolds is definitely way more charismatic than the Boz. Sorry yeah. to say that, He's Boz. got more charisma in his mustache alone. He's got more charisma in his toupee. Wait, he's bald? Yes, he was famous for having a bad toupee. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. Well, you're, you're forgiving of that awful toupee. Yeah, I really am. Bad. Man, so that he's just got that smile, man. He's he's yeah, that mustache. That's a fucking great mustache, dude. It really is. So that's gonna be next week. Sharky's machine in honor of the man, the legend, Burt Reynolds. Burt so Reynolds. we will see you next week for that. And as always, keep it warm. Yep, bim, beep, bop. <laughs>